You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. To Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. I'm Patrick. And that I'm was Bob. That was bog standard, by the way, fellas. You last time you got on me for saying for innovative for being innovative, but now Jesus what was that Christ, word? Dude. What you, was that word? Doing? Yeah, listen, I'm in Australia. You got it the way you got it. They, go ahead. I'm <coughs> innovative. Are you gonna start saying aluminium? But then you yeah, then you after the, board, the whole right? role. If you had waited, if you had held till Tom did and I'm Tom. You could have really leaned in. All right, so we'll restart. Go ahead again, Patrick. Welcome to Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. Da-da. Like the Microsoft bling should go off at that point or something like that. Listen, I'm a, I'm a guy of uh, real passion. You'd be like the guys dance, like when they go, like we got Windows ninety five coming out, and they're all dancing on stage. That's Pat. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm really excited about Windows. Steve 95. Ballmer over here. Uh, true passion for our sponsors. True passion to closed casket activities. Oh yeah. True passion to run for cover records. There is no Windows ninety eight. <laughs> Windows ninety eight. True passion to Death Wish Inc. Windows XL. Oh wow. I don't know and if that's true, a thing. I don't think it is. It's, it, it may be. And true passion. I might have made that up. To, to live a lie. Uh, XFL. To live a lie. To live a lie.com. We're going there. We're clicking on web store. And we're highlighting stuff that we highlight. Yo, you know what? Spy Habitual Offender. Came out this year. Sold out super quick. Uh, the repress is in. Go get it. Um, inarguably one of the... Best hardcore bands going right now that seems like not a universal approval rating, but their Rotten Tomato audience score is like a 98 or 99. Like, I don't know anyone. I don't personally know anyone that doesn't like Spy, so I can't. uh, It might be 100 for all I know, but I'm just putting in a margin of error. Do you guys like, do you feel that too? They just feel like universally liked. Yeah, like no one goes, "Ah, I don't get it. Like everyone that I know. Whether you like heavy stuff, fast stuff, middle, whatever, yeah, it kind of fits in everywhere. It's pretty. Yo, I'm I'm impressed with the like odd element where I'm like, oh, like folks I know who primarily like street punk and oi are like, oh, that spy band is pretty good. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is weird. It's weird that you like it, but I'm psyched that you like it. Um, so uh, get your chance. This is it. Um. As you saw from the Prayer for Cleansing record, as we've seen with several other To Live a Lie records, including this one, they go quick. So go check it out, toliveali.com, hit that web store, get the Spy Habitual Offender one-sided LP, and just be psyched. You know where we're going now, guys? Tell me. Deathwishink. Mm. Deathwishink.com. Deathwishink.com. Today, today, and I don't know where you guys clicked, 
I clicked on shop and then I clicked on new because you know you gotta you gotta refresh things, you gotta see what's going on. Um, and I think we should all pick one or two things. I am gonna t- pick the Deathwish stacked logo black premium black camo sweatshirt. I don't think I've seen them use the stacked logo that much, but it works really well. And uh, yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, black camo. This is kind of a cool look. They have the standard camo too, but I kind of like this more like subtle uh, black camo with the black print. Um, the duck camo. I think there's a lot of people who probably be pretty hot on that one, but uh, I'm going black camo. Wh- who's next? Tom, what are you getting here? I'm going to go <clears throat> because I think you can never own enough Jane Doe merch. <laughs> and this would be probably the fourth time I've bought a shirt with this logo on it. Yes. I'm going to go for the the Converge Jane Doe Fire black t-shirt. So it's Jane Doe's face, but like the printing is fire. It actually looks really cool. That Um, does look really cool. I didn't notice that before. Damn. Yeah. I've bought this several, this this shirt with different colors several times since 2001. And you know what? Fourth time's a charm. Hell yeah. Patrick, what are you you copping? Well, Well, there's there's the rejection packed. Pre-order, which we, if we mm. have, we should talk on. Uh, everybody, if you're sleeping on Rejection Pack, that's weird because uh, it feels like a band that uh, is slowly permeating the purview of all of our listeners. Um, Boise on top. Uh, bot, bot, bot. Yeah, it's kind of uh, uh, – how would I describe Rejection Pack? Uh, okay. So if you took all of the elements that you uh, like from straightforward hardcore without being bogged down with the nonsense, like without being mm. cliched and, and hokey, uh, and didn't attach them specifically to uh, kind of tribally any of those scenes, right? So it's not like um, you could never call it youth crew, you could never call it fast core, you could never, but but it's no, it, it's it is. Uh, down the middle in a way that you appreciate, not in a way that you resent for its uh, lack of, what was that word, Tom? Uh, Innovative. (laughs) Or innovative as people Uh, say it correctly. Yeah. So it is, uh, uh, it's, it's, I I haven't heard this record, but it's a band that you should uh, uh, fucking check out. And I assume, I wonder if like, does, does the record come with an aluminum foil? (laughs) (laughs) Tom, I'm trying to go, I'm trying to go with the flow here. You're really fitting in obviously in Perth. If you, if, if you say innovative, no one's going to be like, wait a minute. (laughs) You sound like central New York otherwise, but are you sure you're not from Perth? Uh, Also, everybody, Pick up, the, hard. pick up the uh, Justice League uh, shirt. Mm. I, this is a weird. This is a weird one to pop up. I I don't know if Justice League has. They've already got the discography from years ago, so I don't know what would what there is to promote. <laughs> but but they're doing like a reunion, and they're being like, "All right, if we sell a hundred shirts, we'll play." Yeah. <laughs> so everybody, why not pick up this shirt? Uh, I don't. Obsession kills. You know what I mean? Yes. Listen, Bob might cool be cool energy place than me on Justice League. I like Justice League when they they get weird. They yeah. misguidedly tried to be Aria. <laughs> Yeah, Shattered Dreams era. Yes. It's, it's pretty fucking fun, honestly. It's really weird because that's the Justice League material I was introduced to and just kind of was like, oh, this is cool. And then I heard their earlier, more straightforward song. I was like, oh, this is fine. But like, I kind of like this weird, you know, late era shit. So, yeah. did REM ruin hardcore? Might have. Mm. <laughs> it's a conversation. There's a couple first wave questions right there for sure. Um, 
Uh, so anyways, go to deathwishing.com, buy some stuff, rejection pack, can we wait? Um, good shout description out. on that, Pat. Um, shout outs and thanks to our sponsors. Hey, hold on. Before we get into our, our like ne'er-do-well goofy stories, we got something else coming up this weekend. The weekend after you hear this saying you heard this either Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or maybe even Friday. Uh, Tom, what's coming up this weekend? We got For the Children happening out in Los Angeles, California. Wonderful, beautiful Los Angeles, California. Um, It's happening Saturday, December 17th and Sunday, December 18th at the Belasco, which is where Sound and Fury was one year. A few years back. Yeah, two years back. Yeah, two years in 2017. No, Uh, I don't remember. Or was it the rotting out year? I think it was the rotting out year. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Saturday from the bottom, we have pull your card cruelty from mm-hmm. the UK risk last wishes, buried dreams, Fleshwater, age of apocalypse, momentum, ingrown, fuming mouth, shout out to fuming mouth. I heard, uh, so that fellow's back up on his feet. He was going, he had a lot of health stuff and they, yeah, they just played triple B. So shout out to him. Koyo King nine harm's way drain rotting out headline on Saturday. It's a Damn. pretty fucking wild lineup. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then Sunday, we have Firestarter, Foreign Pain, The World, Abrasion, Law of Power, Section Hate, Vamachara, Inclination, Minus, Disgrace, Take Offense. Damn. Take Offense, man. Yeah. I haven't seen them play in a minute. Um, yeah, that's a cool. That's a get. That's a get oh, right there. Fucking great band. Internal Affairs, Vain. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Wow. Vain.fm, but you'll always be vain to me. Tsunami and Terror. Terror performing At lowest fucking- of the low. Whoa. Oh, that's right. With a special guest. Whoa. Oh. TJ. Hey, wow. Hell yeah. That is also a get. Yo, I'm going to be honest. Since I uh, was going to be 10,000 miles away from California when this was taking place, I did not keep up on this. That's a fucking awesome lineup. <laughs> that's really, really good. I Shout out to SOS. Uh, booking to putting this together. Um, a very LA flavor with plenty of twists and turns. Um, heavy, but you get some real changes in the sound too. Yeah, this is cool. Shout out. Such a cool thing. We were just talking about how cool this is that they've been doing it. I, yo, I don't even know how many years they've been doing for the children, but it's many years in a row now as a benefit for kids. And, uh, you know, I feel lucky and I can say that uh, Christmas was kind of a big deal. Holidays were a big deal at my house and I always had presents, but, uh, you know, probably against the betterment of my parents' financial situation. But <laughs> there's a lot of people who don't even have that. So the fact that these folks have put together, not not just put together a killer hardcore fest, but also do it for a good cause. Uh, major shout out. Shout out to for the children. And so what are the dates on that again, Tom? Uh, December 17th and 18th. And here's a pre-show that I'm trying to find. Mm. Damn, well, right. Harm's Way is playing a pre-show, I think. Yo, so Patrick, um, what is which day is more LA? Because I, I think so. It has to be. It has to be Sunday, right? Terra Lois Low. So you get I, internal affairs. Yeah, I don't have it in front of me, but it's whatever day internal internal affairs is planned. Um, oh, the pre-show. Can I let me interrupt, please? Go. <laughs> Dead body with our pals, the Youngs. Mm-hmm. This. Oh, I'm sorry. This is at the midnight hour in San Fernando, California. Hell yeah. Um, Dead Body, Risk, Living Weapon, Buried Dreams, ACDC, and Downpressor. Hell yeah. That's a also cool show. Awesome yeah. 
Yeah. Like to see them playing yeah. again. That's Friday, December sixteenth. It's the pre-show in San Fernando. I don't know California geography, so I don't know how far that is from. So Los that's Angeles. the valley. It's in the valley, so it's not. It's not that far from the Belasco, probably. Uh, I mean, so here's here's the trick of it, Tom. It should be no more than fifteen minutes. Traffic could be an hour. Who knows? Whatever. Right. It's um, like well, like anything like in New York too. It's like oh cool. Uh, right. And then there's an after show. Oh, Jeez. hit us. If you survive the pre-shows and the re- and the main shows, then uh, December seventeenth, ten dollars are free with the weekend pass for the show for the for the, for the children's show at the resident in, on South Hewitt in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Repeat offender, conservative military image, criminal instinct, and dead city. Yeah, that's a killer show. Jesus, that's a I really, really like a repeat offender. uh, Low key, great band, great, great band. Um, So I hope people check them out. Um, Yo, awesome shout outs, guys. How you doing? How you feeling? How we doing out here tonight? Uh, I'm excellent. Shout out to our listeners. Any one of them who uh, backed uh, my recent book on Kickstarter. Uh, appreciate you all. The goal was, uh, six grand, uh, to basically cover costs and that really wouldn't have necessarily covered all the costs, but, uh, you set a low number and you hope for the best. Uh, we hit 28,000. So, Which is awesome. Yes. Yeah, awesome, so, awesome. And it's the, the high number of backers. Uh, so it's, it's just proof of concept for moving forward. This is a good idea, a fun thing to do. People are looking for this type of shit and, uh, that makes me happy. And thank you very much to anybody who, uh, who contributed to that. And Pat said he swore that any money after over the $6,000, he's going to spend on his own records. He's going to buy a copy of every piece of vinyl he's ever put out because he's never owned any of them. So he's going to like have a collection. Of his wow. own stuff, so which it, I think is cool. So it's like he's paying himself back in a weird way. Uh, I thought about buying all my, like the or getting at least a because I get comps and then I end up selling them or giving them away. But I was I was like, oh, I should get a bookcase for the new is that house. a compilation or is that free? Free. Um, okay. Uh, uh, for my comic stuff, and then I was yeah. I, so I was like, oh, I'll you know I'll put the collections on the uh, on the bookshelf and everything. And maybe I'll get around to that, but with between uh, records that I've appeared on or put, uh, put out, I there's it's just too annoying to try to get them all now. There, that's that'll never be me. Yeah. <laughs> I won't, but I mean, that's what you got the money for. I, I mean, you got you know, mm. got a couple thousand bucks just to get out there and just you know, you could make it like your own like you know YouTube show. Do you ever think about dressing nice? I mean, I, I think about it every you day. Considered anything else? <laughs> well, yeah. I'm watching that shows. I, I never watch shows, right? But I'm watching Succession, and mm. uh, the people in it are tastefully dressed because they're all supposed to be the sons and daughters of of like a billionaire, right? So they. Mm. So, but uh, it's made me think. Oh, should I get, should I just get some nice clothes? Is it time or because? Is it time? Is it time? You know. Because I just wear Under Armour uh, uh, like track pants every day. <laughs> so is it is it time to mix it up or no? I mean, I think it might be nice just to have like a set of clothes that it's like you know, if 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 your you know lovely girlfriend maybe you know wants to go out to a nice dinner. Yeah, mm. the last couple of times, we and you're not in like workout pants. Yeah, I look like a fucking mm. like you like you just came from Pilates. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta be you gotta do better than that. That's mm. right. You know, I mean, just so a set. Like you don't need to have a ton. 
no. maybe one pair of pants, two shirts you can switch out. But yeah, well, that's true. But the question is, are you I'm saying making this for a pad? I mean, me and Bob have clothes that we don't <laughs> well, have I, I, one I, pair. I got to I got to the uniform level in life right now. I do have some nice clothes that I throw on once every couple months, maybe. But uh, I just wear uh, a plain black t shirt and jeans every single day, and that's it. Um, but I mean, are you making a lifestyle change here, Patrick, or are you just trying to like? Because here's the thing: can you? Get the nice clothes, but then slide backwards. Is that going to be acceptable? Oh, oh you know or I am mean? I, or am I the band dude wearing a fucking four hundred dollars shirt uh, on stage? Right. I can't right. be Is that, that your energy. No, I can't be that dude. Uh, nah, I, I mean, mean, they say you buy these clothes and they never leave Perth. Yeah, I mean, pants are the issue. There's not right? tour clothes because I put holes in pants. I got these sharp little knees, you know. Um, yeah, get tough skins. I mean, Do you remember tough skins? I got to get some tough skins with the reinforced <laughs> knees, so you can go <laughs> run and slide. And they wouldn't care. Like, like you know, Mark Anthony, the uh, the singer, was married to J Lo for a while. Yes, right? sure. Maybe this is your Patrick Russell oh, energy. Is Perth only? Exclusive. You, you definitely got the link on. You know what I mean? Um, right. And suit. fancy clothes. Like maybe right. $75 blank t-shirts kind of vibe. But nice Right, with pants. a suit, over, suit jacket? Yeah, yeah, suit jacket. Like, like stand-up. Like, like you do like stand-up. Australia, Miami Vice. Mm. Exactly. Without the 5 o'clock shadow. It's going to be uh, – I mean, it is Miami Vice temperature over here. It's going to be like fucking 90 degrees for the rest of the year. Oh, cool. It's 30 degrees here and raining. Yeah, it Fuck rained you. literally all day. I would I would kill for ninety degrees weather right now, actually. Um yo, do you guys want to talk some hardcore? Love to talk some yeah, hardcore. Uh, oh, so wait a second. We got Ooh. what order do we want to go in? We got shows that happened and we got shows that are coming up. Let's discuss let's them both. Do, let's do shows that happened first. Tom, you attended a nice a nice little gigger yesterday, I believe. I did. It was at the lovely House of Independence in downtown Asbury Park, New Jersey. Mm. Right there on um, uh, Old Cookman Ave. Yes. Old Cookman how, Ave. How was the show? Because due to unforeseen circumstances, I was unable to attend. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> you got to put on for the city right now. Yeah. So, um, hey, this is Tom from Ocean Grove, New Jersey. Uh, want to do it? You know, like I went to a show. Uh, no, we. Uh, yeah. So it was at House of Independence, which is on Cookman. I I actually kind of like the venue. It's a nice spot. It's nice I've spot. never been to a hardcore show there. I I miss the Judge and Youth of Today shows there. Mm. Um, but I it's a pretty nice venue. Sold out. It was mobbed. Um, one step closer. I had to cancel because one of those dudes got COVID. Yeah. Um. Look at oh, look. Pat didn't even say anything. Pat didn't be like it's a hoax. It's fake. <laughs> Listen, I bit I bit my knuckle. <laughs> I said. Mm. Okay. I mean, those, yeah. Okay. Um, you motherfucker. Now we're going to get flagged on Spotify because yes, you're like, it's not yes, true. We will. Uh, so um, I might as well just go uh, full John Joseph. Uh, Google Ivermectin. Google right, exactly, Yeah. Um, you guys, man, the government juice. That's what he calls it now. The government juice? Yes. I like that. Government okay, juice cool. is a really good band name, though. <laughs> I like it. It would just do like government issue songs. But like change the words, yeah, yes. Um, so, so th- uh, once I'm closer, I had to cancel. So it went from a five band show 
to a four-band show. Mm, okay. Um, reaching out from Jersey, NJHC, the young oh, folks, yeah. opened up. They were great. Um, Hotline TNT, band I had the first time I'd seen them. I think they rolled out there with King, with uh, Fiddlehead. They were really cool. Nice. Um, Mind Force, Murdered. That's what Played I a lot heard. of new stuff. I heard they just leveled the place. Yeah, and like the record, the new record stuff goes over just as well as as uh, Excalibur and yeah. um, Swing and Swords, which is cool. Um, they were in, in great spirits. They sounded awesome. Um, got to see our buddy Pat for a little bit. Talked oh, about uh, they're they're writing their record. They're finishing their record. They're recording as we speak. Yeah. Um, all the music's done. He says it sounds like Slayer. No. Um, no, he said it's very heavy, which I'm very excited about that. Better, um, yeah, and uh, we talked about the trilogy and all that sort of stuff, and I thought I made that up, but I was right. And uh, we talked about Asbury Park, and I was like, was it everything Bruce Springsteen made it out Probably. to be? He goes, yeah, I got fired from a job at the mill, and then we went on like, yeah, my girlfriend we got pregnant, but I got this Mustang. It was like we did um, a story of Asbury Park in Bruce Springsteen lyrics. Um, and then Fiddlehead was fucking great. They're like a legit – like. Watching that, like I've always seen them at like hardcore shows or like hardcore Jason shows or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, I guess this was a hardcore show anyway, but like they're like a legit like band. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, so they got it's not just hardcore kids. Like they're like, no. it was fucking packed for them. And like everyone knew every word. And it was like not just Norman Corman, it was a ton of different folks. So it was cool. It was great. It was a great show. Show you know we were out by I don't know fucking eight thirty I felt like eight maybe nine o'clock insane yeah because they kick out because to me and I'd like to take umbrage take it please while we're talking umber away about concerts and stuff like this maybe this is me and you guys can tell me I'm crazy if if it's the case but I get I feel a certain way when I see hardcore shows at places that jam out a room. That show, I mean, that's a that's a probably six or seven hundred capacity room, fucking packed to the gills. Yes, and then we get rushed out for some like bullshit dance night. Oh, <laughs> what, what, what was the what's the yeah. venue that I played in Market Hotel in uh, in New York the last time? Drug Church. All oh, right, when you ignored me because you had to pee. It, it now <laughs> sold it out, I believe. It's not a it's not a huge room, but it packed. It's it. still five or six hundred people. Packed it, and then. Uh, as soon as the set was over, I thought the fucking the, the stagehands were throwing our shit out the window onto the street. It was like get the <laughs> it was like get the fuck out energy, and I was like, and you know, sometimes that's very annoying. Like in Europe, when that happens, oftentimes you'll look and there's not a single living human being waiting to get into the spot. At that's least, annoying. Yeah, that's annoying. At least the Market Hotel one, there was there was a line down the block of people that I don't know what the fuck they do, dance or something. Yeah, but they do like designer drugs. Time is not a, is immaterial to them. <laughs> I agree. I uh, listen. I agree very. You start at nine o'clock. You start at eleven thirty. These people are zombies. It doesn't matter. It does yeah, not matter. That's actually yeah. Like that. Starting at nine o'clock, you're shooing people off. Starting at eleven o'clock. Well, that's just good business. Why not? Why not earn that coin right there? <laughs> Um, so but I hate, I don't know. I feel like I, it's almost like disrespectful to punk and hardcore that like we pack your rooms and you're like, get the fuck out. We got fucking Taylor Swift night coming in and get out. Yeah. You know what though? Every time I feel disrespected as a musician that plays the type of music I do, I think about dudes in rock bands that aren't big 
and I say my life rules. It's it's oh, fine, oh s- s- small rock like barroom rock band. Holy fuck! You're like <laughs> so yeah. sad. It's so sad. Like, <laughs> all right, we got some originals, and people are just booing you. Like, <laughs> eight people in this sports bar. Like, fuck you. Play Bulls on Parade song. again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Or I mean, you could be in a cover band that has to play three three sets a night, which is cool. I mean, we're gonna take a little break. At least they make a little money. Like they, they, they make some scratch. Yeah. yeah. But if you're an original rock band that's not oh, Creed, like what are you doing? You're fucked. You're fucked. Um, yeah. I I I'm in a. I agree with you 98. percent But I also remember uh, what's the spot in Providence? Is it AS220? Yes. Or it, well, it's that one. And what's the other? It's not AS220. It, the living room. The living room. It's not the living room. It's not the. I think it's AS220. It's like a club. Lupos. Oh, Lupos. It's it's ooh, maybe it's the Met. I think it's the Met. I think those are tied. Lupos and the Met, I feel like like I together wrong. I think it's like big room, small room. Okay. I am fairly certain I went to some hardcore show there many, many years ago. Uh and man, maybe maybe have heart played. I don't know. Something like that. It sounds right. There was a goth like night immediately following, but not like a like trench coat goth night like a bondage play goth night and that was awesome and ridiculous because hardcore show ran late goths apparently are pretty punctual Mm. and so there was this really amazing like like i've only had that instance where you've had that culture clash like it wasn't there was no conflict but just people looking around and going what is this world on both sides? You know what I mean? Like it was a bunch of right. like circling each other, being like, like yeah, like curve brim baseball hat and cargo shorts, hardcore kids, and uh, and then like right, what leather- we do in the shadows, people. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, leather bound folks walking in, and it was a real like, you know, well, they like, that's the that. kind of culture I want to say. I that I'm cool. Like this was like they literally kicked this out. It was like boy band Saturday, and so them to play like 98 degrees. Like go fuck yourself. But they used to do that at the Acheron. Yeah, and I had like a you know a friend of mine that was like a regular hardcore dude that like you know lived you know and he like went for some reason because we had like a mutual friend that was going. Yeah, and like there's this like infamous dude in New York, and you can Google this guy. I feel like they call him like Carpet Man. Okay, Okay. good start. So this is back at it's so he, oh, he's been doing it since the eighties. Yeah, I know. What story. he does, he wraps it, he rolls himself up on a carpet. He places himself somewhere where you have to step on him. Oh no! Oh no! And this he, is so and, he and he has you know he makes pleasure for himself by Whoa. people. So like it, I think they used to do it at like the pyramid. He would do it, and like he would put himself right next to the stage so that if you had to get to the bathroom. There was literally no way to avoid stepping on him. Yeah. So, so he did this at the Acheron too, and like this shit, like that, that shows up. That like it, you know, what, people dress like one. showers. Like that's yes, because uh, he's not. He's clearly not assaulting you, but but also a n- large number of people would, if they thought about it, would take issue that uh, this dude's getting off on the thing. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. Right. I I personally wouldn't. It's like you're not invading my space, really. I guess I don't give a shit. But but he's utilizing you for his own. He is. Pleasure. <laughs> I mean, no debate. I mean, kind of. <laughs> no debate. Uh- <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's. A, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not assaulting. We're getting angry at this guy. No. 
But I don't know that we necessarily need to cape. Yeah, what are you going to do? Are you going to step on him? You're going to kick him? I'll step on him. It'll I'll be yeah. Him. That'll be it'll be over in yeah, two seconds like, if you get right. mad at him. I'll step. Right. On yeah, him. he's he's in. Um, yeah, I, the only other time I can remember, like in real life, one time uh, Amanda and I were in Boston, and uh, I don't remember exactly what was happening, but we were walking around, kind of in the center of the city, right near Newbury Street, and all that nonsense. And a yeah right the Red Sox game Fenway was emptying Red Sox game is getting out and an anime convention was starting what so it was all these like complete bro bro Red Sox fans converging on the street with these like kids holding you know four foot long cardboard swords. And uh, it just, it was awesome to watch. And people were like, I just want to walk back to Charlestown. Yeah, the people looking for donkeys while other people are like casting spells. It was awesome. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> yo, uh, shout out to Fiddlehead. Shout out to Mind Force. Shout out to Hotline TNT. Shout out to Reaching Out New Jersey Hardcore. Uh, and shout out to One Step Closer uh, and their new song, Dark Blue. Great song. Um, and they're going to Southeast Asia, which is awesome, uh, very soon. So I think maybe they just want to make sure they stay healthy for that. Guys, <clears throat> I have a, uh, a t- content thing. Oh, but we – breaking news. <laughs> there are some other shows coming up that are, are pertinent to everyone's interest as well as uh, one-third of the hosts of this uh, podcast's uh, bands. So uh, – Patrick, would you would you take us through what's going on? Sure. So the uh, Fiddlehead Angel Dust Drug Church, uh, Patty order, Promo. Order that however you want. Uh, set of shows. Well, can I ask a question? Yes. Thank you. Is this a home and away situation? Yes. Or is it a Fiddlehead all every time, every time? No, home and away. So I uh, love it. So, so uh, for people that don't pick up what Tom's putting down. Uh, Drug Church is headlining the New York show. Uh, uh, there's a Brockton show being headlined by by uh, Fiddlehead, and uh, the uh, Baltimore show is being headlined uh, uh, by Angel Dust. Uh, now, f- forgive us, Albany. Uh, He's forsaken you. Uh, yeah, forgive us, Albany. It's uh, I, I didn't mean it. We also Justice and I tried to figure out an Albany show. Uh, and it wasn't meant to be, but, uh, we, New York is not our hometown. Uh, it's a technicality. (laughs) So, I mean, Brooklyn is the real capital of New York, but whatever. Yeah. But so at any rate, I wouldn't even argue that, whatever. Uh, the point is, uh, we're doing kind of, uh, you know, just a quick weekend of shows that, uh, play to our hometown, Oh, hometowns, and uh, it should be a blast. Uh, for people that did not make it to, or did not get tickets to the Brockton show or the uh, uh, Baltimore show, uh, there are still tickets uh, to the New York show. Uh, the venues, we can talk about the venues. It's kind of like a fascinating conversation in a lot of ways. I know some people are angry. Uh, here's the deal. Uh, Fiddlehead, these for their show, for a show that is their name is on is the top billing, they wanted no barrier. Uh, that's their prerogative. Uh, that puts us at the Brockton VFW, uh, which is a much smaller room than what we could have filled. That is, I don't I don't need 
listeners of this podcast to kiss Fiddlehead's ass. It's it's your decision if you think that's good or maybe there maybe it would have been better to play with the barrier, but everybody gets in or what, you're entitled to your opinion. I don't give a shit, but it is. Uh, there's something cool about saying we want the type of show we want. Sorry. Now, do I feel we should have done multiple days at these venues? I do. Pat, Pat Patrick does. He flies from the other side of the world to go to the shows. <laughs> I, I, are you only coming for this? What are you, are you doing no, anything around? No, no. It? So we launch into a tour uh, very shortly thereafter. So, so, so it's. Do you have the dates of the 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 weekend? Do, would you like me to oh, give yeah. them to you? I believe it's the twenty third, twenty fourth, twenty fifth. Is that right? Oh, what month? Patty fucking promo of February. Damn. Yes. Damn. He got them all right. Uh, what order, Pat? I'm sorry. Sorry, everyone who's listening. We like the quiz, Pat, because Pat never knows. Okay, well, that's tougher. Is it the 25th in New York? No, tw- no, it's not. I know where you're going. Uh, the, 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 uh, the tw- I'll keep it away from there. The 23rd is New York. Then we go to Baltimore. Then uh, Boston or Brockton. Is Brockton. <laughs> that's a good – You I, who, like the booking of like the, the you know, all linear like that is really smart. So, uh, nothing like that Baltimore to Brockton drive. Yeah, done it, done it, done it a lot of times. Listen, it's uh, <laughs> definitely shouldn't have flip flop that. Whatever. So you go Baltimore to start Brooklyn and then Brockton, or yeah. just flip it. You know what I mean? Just um, yeah, yeah. Brockton, Brooklyn, Baltimore. But like, let's not make it harder. Let's just do it the way God intended. <laughs> Brooklyn. Then go down to Baltimore and finish it up in Brockton. Listen, here's I want to be able to make it like I want to, someone to make like a Northeast Corridor like c- cartoon and yeah. just like have like the the family tr- family roadster or whatever it is from um, uh, uh, Christmas uh, Vacation, just like going up and down the East Coast yeah. between the three shows. That yeah, do you know who sponsors this tour? Fucking uh, Cumberland Farms and yeah, uh, Wawa uh, and yeah, yeah, Mobile, Exxon, everybody. <laughs> spend your gas money, folks. So it's all right. So it's February twenty third at the Brooklyn Monarch, yes. which this is not a reflection on Pat mm. Kinlan Good. and Drug Church. This is their headlining show, by far the biggest venue of the three. Yeah, but oh, so okay. So this by two kind of sick, kind of so, sick. So double. This, this is the top. This is the conversation that uh, might be totally boring to our audience. I don't know if it is or not. I find this sort of thing kind of interesting. Um, Drug Church doesn't give a shit. Uh, we are not game for your, Hey, play the cool venue. Uh, I don't like this venue. Why are you? Don't hit me with any of that bullshit. I don't give a fuck. I do rules. I do. No, no, it's not that. I'm I'm just saying like, like we, that's our booking agent saying, Hey, this is the room and us going, uh, cool. As long as it's not, I won't disparage anybody, but room X, uh, we're fine with it. Whatever the fuck you think is best. Right. Uh, but that's a different approach. Then uh, what Angel Dust had to this, and uh, what Fiddlehead had to this, which is which was much more specific, much more engaged, much more like th- they chose their rooms. They chose their rooms for purpose, for their individual reasons. Uh, Drug Church was more go with the flow, what what the fuck ever sort of energy. But if you had a specific place, like if Albany had a specific place akin to what you know for what they've been doing in Brockton for a while with the shows and sure. obviously auto bar's been around forever. If you know yeah. the fucking if bogeys or QE2, whatever it was like and and Albany itself as a scene was like banging, you probably would have picked that if you had your druthers, right? 
Well, uh, so there's a new there's a new Albany venue that's fun and uh, would have been great. Is that Empire? Yeah, would have been great to play. Uh, and, and honestly, that spot you guys did your record release show, whenever that was, seemed pretty cool. Oh, that was a while ago. That that's the old QE2 uh, now fuse box, and yeah. uh, that one is. I don't want to disrespect. I don't know what their their situation is, but basically, it's a, it's an annoying room because sure. it's it's perfect for what we all do. And, but getting that room on any given, uh, let me put it like this. I don't run any, I don't run anybody else's business, but when I see a room be empty, uh, on a day that it could have made money, I scratch my head (laughs) and I don't know why I get a, what I, why I got to know, you know what I mean? Did I offend? So, uh, I'm sure that there's a good reason, you know, look, like sometimes, uh, it comes down to staff. Sometimes it comes down to it's sometimes it's what people want for their venue, et cetera. But uh, that venue can be annoying to make sense of sometimes. I also, we would have had to, if it was this lineup, we would have had to play that particular venue fucking four nights in a row. But uh, I would have, that's what I would have loved to do for the record. Uh, I would have liked to have done small rooms, two shows each, each band. Uh, in those uh, cities. However, uh, people have other things they got to attend to. So uh, no harm, no foul, but the shows are going to be sold out. They are going to be lit as all hell. (laughs) So uh, thank you to anybody that bought tickets so far. Uh, If you have a problem with the uh, uh, Baltimore or Brockton uh, venues, take it up with the, the, those fucking bands. Uh, (laughs) Yo, uh, major shout out to Patrick for putting this together because he has, been thinking of this idea uh for a long time and credit to you for for getting it all together good job uh yeah no. it's like the adjacent clash of the titans yeah and uh here's the deal uh for the rooms that could have been bigger the comfort in losing forty thousand dollars is uh <laughs> is knowing that those shows are going to be off the wall lit like classics, classics shows that people will be talking about for years. Classics. Uh, when it came over my desk, so to speak, uh, how do you feel about <laughs> how do you feel about Brock and VFW? Uh, my bandmates said when it came, when it came past my folding table yeah. in the garage, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> my bandmates said, wait a second. Uh, what about these venues, X, Y, and Z venues that we've played in Boston that we, that, that we have a relationship with that we like? And I was the one that said. No, Brockton will be a memory. You know what I mean? That's fine. Like Brockton, yeah, will, be, Brockton will be something that that uh, people. And it's called about. the Badlands VFW. How hard is that? Yeah. Well, t- cool, cool name. Yeah. It, listen, it, it's going to be a memory for a lot of people. That, that anybody that gets in, and if you didn't get in, there's still a couple hundred tickets available for New York. Uh, Are you familiar with the openers, Pat? Uh, just and I'm not putting you on the spot. I don't know if there were like bands that folks chose for like their given. Talent. Ours was ours was uh, for sure chosen. Ours was ours Prize. was yeah. So everybody check out Prize. It's kind of um, uh, it's got some Jesus Lizard in there. Uh, it is wow. um probably going to make an impression on uh, everyone that gets there uh, in time. It's Albany dudes who have been. Uh, kind of through a number of bands over the years, refining into something. And this is probably the most realized version. Uh, but my bandmates chose that, chose that band as the opener. I, as for New York, I assume that everybody else chose their openers as well. 
so right. Th- well, tell, I mean, Brockton's who- Fleshwater. Yeah. So it's okay. That makes sense. And then Brat for for Baltimore. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so everybody everybody chose their opener. Um, it is uh, these shows are going to be fucking awesome. And thank you to everybody who's bought tickets. Uh, it's as it gets closer. Uh, it's you know I don't like to use this space to promo anything of mine. Um, but uh, no way. But this one, I'll I'll probably pump more and more just because I I really feel that if you miss these shows, you're going to be missing a cool moment. Uh, these are bands that are all still kind of in their prime and and really worth watching. Uh, so get, get, check it out if if you can. And did you announce the tour that you're going into after that, or, or not yet? I'm looking at it. I'm lo- so I was curious. If we I don't it. think it is announced yet. No, so it announces this week. Okay, cool. That the show that this is coming out this on Tuesday. Uh, th- yes, uh, I got a message today saying with the show flyer saying this will come out. This tour will be announced this week. Um, or right, here's here's something. Yes. Why don't you mention it on here for the people that listen to the podcast? I don't know when. The, I don't know what this week means. Uh, but yeah. does that matter? But listen. So Drug Church is doing a full U.S. in March. Yeah, it'll be cool. With- Other bands you like are playing. Yeah, so we're doing a full U.S. Slayer reunion, with Marauder, a, with an Uber adjacent uh, act that, and, and then uh, one that hits squarely in the younger audience uh, that will certainly. Uh, Drug Church has done some shows with these uh, fellows already, and people will truly enjoy it. It's a nice pairing. It's not just that; it's uh, so, different. You guys aren't headlining this one. That's what I thought. This was your headliner. Sorry, uh, this is co-headliner. So, uh, oh, well, excuse me. The, the um, one of the bands playing, I got on authority from somebody that played with them this weekend. Uh, well, let me put it like this: mm. <laughs> this will give it away. It's okay. <laughs> I Facetime away now. I Facetime the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> so, one of my bandmates Facetimes me from the show. He's sitting yeah. next to Ian uh, from Military Gun. Uh, he played the Roxy. I say, "What's going on?" And he goes. Uh, just kind of, we're about to play. Wondering if I made a deci- bad decision playing after this band. <clears throat> That's and, what I heard. And I said, "Really?" He said, "They yeah. just tore it down. <laughs> they fucking yes. owned this room." So anybody who isn't seeing this band right now uh, is missing out because they're uh, they're as tight as you can imagine and have energy bounding and it's it's impressive and then you see the reaction with the crowd and it's uh it's a nice thing so this is going to be a really good tour and yeah and can i say something that's going to apply for a tour that we announce uh later in this year um tour with the band that has energy around them when possible uh that seems obvious right but sometimes people have these weird little fucking resentments or things that keep them out of the game with when it comes to I don't want to play with that. I want to, yo, if something is hot, <laughs> play with it. <laughs> it's, it's cool. You don't like, I, I just, this is going to come up in a major way. Uh, Cause th- there's going to be some like behind the curtain talk that we have on this podcast in a few months. And I am mm. so interested in how people process it for anybody that cares. You know what I mean? Maybe people yeah, yeah. Don't fucking care, but um, anyway, those are shows coming up. Uh, uh, thank you for any shout out to Military Gun and Scowl, both headlining the Roxy Theater this yeah. past weekend. Oh yeah, 
Like, um, I don't remember hardcore bands really playing, like, headlining there. No, I mean, I think Strife did, and it was, like, a big deal. And when Terror yeah, like, headlined I, the Roxy, it was a big deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, a big it, deal. It's not um, a every weekend kind of thing. Which And to have them back-to-back, and both shows looked mobbed. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shout out. I think it is uh, kind of – I've had a conversation with a few people about this. The fact that hardcore and definitely the adjacent world, which I've – noted recently uh maybe we messed up by saying uh ad- hardcore adjacent instead of just calling it the alt revival because i think that's also applicable here um it's like post alt revival um but uh <clears throat> there's no surprise to me that that hardcore and the adjacent world is getting all the attention it is you know like new york times mentioned <laughs> gulch's last show at sound and fury as one of their top offers or their top 10 um like albums of the year yeah and it was like wait that's not and it says not an album per se and i was like yo like yeah it's Thank a live God. show <laughs> yeah like, what are we talking about here like maybe you need a new category but um it's a uh, it's an interesting time and hardcore once again proves that it has its own legs to stand on even as like i can't remember a time like a literal 10 year window where mainstream rock offered me less in my lifetime and even then going back historically like i might find as much in the 50s of rock and roll or even just guitar music in general, and I don't like much music from the 50s than I did from 2010 to 2020. You know uh, what I mean? Like, what right. guitar stuff, what mainstream guitar music of the past decade-ish have you found appealing? But here's hardcore and the worlds around it that just keep chugging along, doing the thing. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, so it's, uh, we've probably talked about the, you know, the billboard top 10 uh, rock songs of the 2010s or whatever, right? Um, it's it, it's dominated. There's multiple entries. Now, when Billboard says the top, this isn't a value judgment. These are the best selling, right? So it's 21 Pilots appears, uh, Jesus I, think, Christ. I think, twice. Uh, Imagine Dragons appeals, uh, appears like three times. And then there's another band in that kind of lane that appears like five times it's the the thing is dominated it's like imagine dragons oh god jesus it's really crazy it's really crazy um i try hard to understand that stuff because i feel like as you get older there's a there's a strong uh instinct to dismiss right and and uh, certainly some things get better. I just pulled it up. And other, oh, you did. Could you read it to me, please? Sure. <laughs> this is. I guess this is from 2010 to 2020. That's fine. Billboard top 10 rock songs of the decade. 
Number 10, Stressed Out, 21 Pilots. I couldn't sing that. If you're like, I have a gun to everyone you love's head, sing it for me. I'd be like, I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry. Here's what's crazy about 21 Pilots is – Two guys. Yeah, but – and it also – it also raps a little. It's it's like it's really the most confused music I've ever heard. Go on. Number nine. Because I listen ride to every by, single one of these, by the way. Number Go nine, on. Ride by 21 Pilots. No, there we go. Wow. <laughs> wow. Back good, to back. Good decade for the pilots, list. man. Good fun. Number eight, the one song I do know, Feel It Still by Portugal the Man. I don't Can, know that song. I don't know it, yeah. Yes, you do. Oh, I'm a rebel just for kicks and Portugal the man. Yes, who are all hardcore dudes yeah. that were on EVR. Yeah, 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 yeah. What the? F- they oh, were in Anatomy of a Ghost. So, so I think Tom, I think you're going to say maybe next, maybe not. You're going to say the Number one seven. The there's, so there's one song on this that I have to admit it is not a rock song in any meaningful way, but it's the only song on this that I like, and I listen to every single one. Go on. All right, number seven, "Shut Up and Dance" by Walk the Moon. That's it. This is this is. If a, you've been to a wedding in the last twelve song. years, yep. this is reception what, music. What is this song? So, can you guys sing? Na, it? Na, na, keep your eyes on me. me. Na, 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 na. Shut up and dance with oh, me. Oh, this I thought this was Fallout Boy. Yeah, I thought it was Fallout Boy. I said <laughs> Fallout Boy. <laughs> Fallout Boy. I thought it was Fallout That's Boy. A, you're like, like the, the, the guy that says, "Do you like Infest?" Um, yeah, exactly. Number six, Heathens, again, by 21 Pilots. Holy fuck. The pilots wow, are running the wow, board. Wow, wow. Number five, <laughs> you all know this song, and I don't hate it, and I'm embarrassed to say this. Mm. A little song called Ho Hey by uh, uh, No, this one's rough. What is the song? Can you guys sing it for me again? Oh. Hold on. Hey, I've been there in a child oh, town. Yeah. Oh, this one's rough, man. Although, here's right, what I'm yeah. Wait a second. Take a left of Bowery and then I go and see the sheet. Yeah. Wait a second. I'm really sorry, everyone. We're going to get kicked off of iTunes because these songs are so cool. We're doing such a bang-up job of these songs. We're going to get flagged. That they're going to obviously think that we're we're, we're using yeah, you're just copyrighted clipping. material. You're right. You're right. Here's what I have to say about that. It is. Uh, hey. I, I do not like it at all, but oh. it, but it is the one song on this entire hey. list that is definably a rock song. It's, oh. it's, I mean, it's got real drums. Yes, it is soft yeah. rock. Okay, yeah, no, it's no, definably no. a rock song. Go on. But this is this is the the Mumford and Sons where it's like the guitar player plays a kick drum. Oh my god! I mean, yes. It's all like fake. Like, hey, I'm on a fucking railroad car across. Yeah. I'm you know, mad yeah. and yawning at the same time. Yeah, about that's right. this, so please continue. I want to. Number get four, another song. If you've if you've been in a Lyft or an Uber in the last five years, <laughs> you've heard this song. <laughs> High hopes by Panic at the Disco. Uh, I listened to all. You probably heard. Don't the, remember this. One. Wait, all right, sing it for us, please. I hopes for a minute. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh my god! Oh my god! But they usually do – it's usually like a – they don't play like the normal version, like the record version anymore. It's like – and then it'll, it'll be here like – and it's like – it's like some fucking dance version of – Yes, that's High true. Hopes by yeah. Panic at the Disco. <laughs> How do I know that? That's oh so terrible. Because <laughs> you've been in a – you've gone to the airport in an Uber and that's been on. No, that's true. Because you got you got profiled when you got in, and somebody and the guy they looked in the guitar. Yeah, he turned off, and they're like, "You got a neck tattoo. This is rock." Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, number three, Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. Yep. Okay. I know I this I know song. This. Yeah, sing it for me a little bit so I can Radio remember. Radioactive. Radioactive. Okay, yeah. It's yeah, like, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, number two, I don't know the song at all. Thunder. Wait, wait, wait. Tom, Imagine Dragons. Have we not talked about this song on this podcast? No, I can talk about no. this song all day. I, all right. Please listen. I sorry everybody that's not hardcore. Go to the fucking lyrics to the song right now. Uh, this is important that everybody in our fucking right, listenership does this. Thunder oh, by who? Imagine Dragons? Yep. Yes. All right, I got it. All right, I got yeah, it. I got it. Just a young guy, gun with a quick fuse. I was uptight, want to let loose. I was dreaming of bigger things and want to leave my own life behind. Not a yes, sir. Not a follower. Fit the box. Fit the mold. Have a seat in the foyer. Take a number. I was lightning before the thunder. Thunder, 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 thun, thunder. Keep going. Thun, 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 thunder, 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 thun, thunder. Yo, can I get this next verse? Yep, you got it. Thunder, feel the thunder, lightning and the thunder, thunder, feel the thunder, lightning and the thunder, 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 thunder. Kids are laughing in my classes while I was scheming for the masses. Who do you think you are dreaming about being a big star? They say, wow, you're basic. They say, you're easy. You're always riding in the backseat. Now I'm smiling from the stage while you were clapping in the nosebleeds. Oh, thunder, yeah. thunder, thun, thun, thunder. Kid, I don't, no, how don't is that, how does no, the no, course no, go? No, it's important. Don't, don't stop. <laughs> thun, thun, thunder, 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 thun, thun, thunder, thun, thun. Thunder, feel the thunder, lightning and the thunder. Thunder, feel the thunder, lightning and the thunder. Thunder, feel the thunder, lightning and the thunder. Thunder, thunder, feel the thunder, lightning and the thunder. Thunder, thunder, feel the thunder, lightning and the thunder. Thunder, thunder, feel the thunder. Never give up. Never give up. Okay, lightning and the thunder. Thunder, never give up on your dreams. Thunder, feel the thunder. Never give up. Never give up. Lightning in the thunder, thunder. Never give up on your dreams. Never thunder, thunder, thun, thunder, thun, thun, thunder, 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 thun. Oh no! Thunder, thun, thun, thunder, 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 thun. And that's about it. Come on, you missed four. Thunder, thun, thun, thunder, 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 thun, thunder, thun, thun, thunder, thunder. Yo, parentheses fade out. For anybody that has the uh uh where the the te- the text will speak for you or or the, it, oh. it'll read text to you you, you know that just do, it. just do it yeah uh send this to your friends and have them have the phone read it to them it's insane it, this is insane it goes on forever just saying thunder feel the thunder thun thun thunder like at Number first i was like wait is song. it yeah, it's in, in an entire decade, decade. This is like what year does this come out? Let's see this. Um, what's the message of the song Thunder? <laughs> um, Jesus Christ, this is so insane. Um, this at first I was like, wait, is this like a, a new version of Jeremy? Like, what's going on? I was like, oh, this is so bad. Basic premise is that Dan Reynolds, you can't be the lead singer of a rock band with a name like Dan Reynolds. What are we doing? Wait, and now, well, isn't this the guy, Pat? Remind he me. Yeah. When he was a child and a dreamer. Does- does he wear a black flag shirt and Rollins shorts oh, on stage? Yes. Fuck, man. Uh, Does he X up? Uh, yes, he has. Oh, so, so here's he's X up. He's a straight edge dude. So here's the deal. Um, I'm out. I'm out. I respect it. I respect Pass this aspect of this. There's a weird Rollins cosplay to this hyper glossy uh, stadium act. Okay, I'm looking at him now. All right, all right. Yo, here. Listen, I'm not caping for fucking 
Imagine Dan Reynolds. But I'm kind of you're going to get on the tour, man. It's cool. That's the tour that Pat couldn't announce. That's getting announced this week. But here's We're what sorry. I, I did meet the fellow from what's that other fucking? I met the fellow from AWOL Nation briefly the other day. Um, so he's a he's an old hardcore dude, he isn't is, he? Yeah. Um, but in okay, so this dude who I don't know from Adam, this fucking uh, whatever this shit is, Imagine Dragons. Um, this Rollins cosplay where he comes out in shorts, sometimes no shoes, and a fucking black flag shirt. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. is hokey, but then he moves around the stage. He's a built fucking dude at this point, and he moves. If you're doing Rollins, you can't go half assed. Yeah, he says true. he's six foot four. He's six uh, foot four, now six uh, three. This motherfucker, uh, I don't know about this. Jim. So yeah, he looks big. He's in good shape. Net worth fourteen mil. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. So July fourteenth, nineteen eighty seven. Damn it, guys, what are we doing with our lives? So he, so here uh, he, we didn't do. The, oh, oh, sorry, Tom. I just got to say. He you ruined my. He does. Oh, I didn't want to step on it. Go on, go on. No, please. Because I wanted to just let everyone know that the number one song of the of the decade. Wait, have we? Are we not skipping anything? Are we? No, this is was, thunder, was thunder, 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 thunder. Was two. Okay. <laughs> number one, believer by Imagine Dragons. Yeah, they're, they're running the board. Jesus oh. Christ, Bob. Over under. Yeah. Oh, sorry, back ahead. No, no, no. Uh, I just like the fact that this fella comes out on stage in this Rollins cosplay and then has the most professional singing voice you've ever heard. It's fucking crazy. Like he's obviously very, he's serious about what he does and he comes out. I don't know how many tracks they have behind him. It doesn't sound like it. A lot of the, I've watched three Imagine Dragon shows for the record now. Um, full shows, by the way. Full, full shows. shows. <laughs> well, listen, when this Thunder thing came to my attention, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I might as well watch the other hour and a half set. Yeah. So, uh, but he comes out and he does this shit. Patrick, are you done with work tonight? <sighs> I can't. I'm sorry. I'm knee deep. I can't. I got this is I, I have 35 minutes left on this YouTube video and another hour and 29 on the next. Exactly. I'll be down after that. So he comes out Rollins style and then just starts doing this kind of radioactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That never, that never cracked. Like there's no holes in his game. Now I'm not saying that's good or that I would enjoy that, but it's just such a, it's, it's like jarring. <laughs> no, I would uh, like to point out. Yeah, yeah, please. Two things. And then I swear we'll talk about hardcore for the rest of the podcast. Like use it today. Hardcore. Like we're going real deep. Mm. Oh my goodness. So, um, Bob. Yes. And Pat. Yes. Monthly listeners, Imagine Dragons. The folk, folks love it when we do this for hardcore oh, bands. Let's Spotify. do it for Imagine Dragons. Um, I uh, Jesus, I, I am going to guess. Jesus million. Christ. I'm going to guess uh, 80 million. No, that's too high. 54,668,279. I was crazy. closer than you, Patrick. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. And what number in the world are they? Think of that number, 55 um, million. They're still low, I bet. I uh, bet they're like, uh, 20th. 20th in the world is my guess. Pat. Yeah, I'll say 22nd. 17th. Oh, close they have What's up? radioactive. How many how many plays per how many plays of radioactive? Uh, radioactive. Uh, 300 million. No, 800 million. Oh, nay, nay. <laughs> we are. I just lost it all. Um, so radioactive is the number three rock song in the 2010s at 1.4 billion. Billion. Yeah. With a yeah. B. Yep. Demons. 1.6 billion with yeah. a B. Thunder, th- th- thunder, th- thunder, 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 1.86 billion. Believer, which was not even the number one rock song in 2010. It was, oh, it is. I'm sorry. It was number one. 
2.3 billion plays. Billy billion. Right there, yeah. I don't know what any of these songs actually sound like either. Oh, and from the Imagine Dragons Reddit. Does anyone know why Dan has those X's on his hands? Seems like for every concert, he sharpies a big black X across the back of his hands. I don't think they're tattoos because they aren't always there. Has he said anything about them? Are they symbolic? Ta- I like that lo- rationale. I don't think they're tattoos because they're not always there. Yeah, well, I've been wondering this for a while because it seems like everything he does, he does for a reason. Uh, well, oh, let me tell oh you. Let God. me tell you why he uh, gave a ton of money uh, and uh, 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 does documentaries on LGBT. Uh, this shit. It's because he is. Uh, I want to say he's a Mormon. Uh, and early, him in the- and his yeah. wife Aja Volkum, Volkman split up um, as of September of this year. So I'm I don't sorry know. To hear that. Me too. Um, um, let me, so let me finish. Let me finish. The right oh yeah, thing. please go. Go on. Sorry. Someone wrote, it's a straight-edge symbol. How it got started was when underage people would go to concerts, security would stamp X's on their hands, indicating indicating, innovative, Mm -hmm. underage, don't serve. Makes it easier for the bartenders at the venue. The straight-edge movement sort of adopted the X for themselves. Appropriate Tank 658 said, I really like Dan and the Imagine Dragons. Let's say I'm a fan even. I saw some concerts with Dan, and he always acts like the Messiah of the stage, and that the two X's can be referred to the wounds of Jesus. Okay, no. Um, yeah. uh, early in their career, they were, they were attached to some like anti LGBT shit, right? Like, okay, okay. and I don't think it was their fault at like at all. It was just some like, you know, maybe this Weird, dude, yeah. part of a church or something, you know what I mean? Like whatever the fuck it is. Right. And since then, probably for two reasons, probably because in earnest, they have no problem with gay people. And also because it's a terrible fucking look to be a stadium band with a problem with gay people <laughs> that, that yes. they, they have been working this off uh, for a while. And I found that fascinating that like this dude does like, he, like he produces documentaries on shit and he gives a lot of money to shit. And it's like, I'm sure he cares, right? Like it's, you know, it's an, it's an issue. I'm sure he cares about it, but like, it's also, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, you got yelled at at one point, you, you know. But uh, shout out to Dan, uh, regular Patreon subscriber. Appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> and, and and if anyone has a, a an Imagine Dragons podcast where they stumble on like hardcore Reddit and read it, please send it to us because yes, we want to we want to hear the other side. Um, maybe make some Imagine Dragon friends. Uh, there has to be an Imagine Dragons podcast. Oh, right, like there has to be. You know what? It's hard to say because this is one of those. Look, I'm saying right, this as a guy. The, last night, the ladies at the gas station who I see every night when I go in to get my chai, uh, yeah. they, they asked me, "So, how big is your how big is your heavy metal band?" And I said, "Not big." And they said, "Like, well, how many you got people a dog go? attacking you?" Yeah, there's a dog attacking. I said, "Well, how yeah. many?" Uh, there's a delivery guy. It's yeah. Christmas shit. Um. They said, uh, hold on one second. Are you done? Toby? So, <laughs> so, what the fuck? So, they ask, how big is your band? And I say, not big. And they say, well, how many people? And there's a kid there. Like when I say kid, probably 15, 16, or whatever. And he's obviously engaged in music. So, he knows what I'm going to say next is like, is, it's funny. It's a funny thing. I say 500 people and, and the lady goes, Oh, like 
understanding. You fucking loser. Yeah, understanding yeah. that makes me <laughs> But to the kid, to the kid, he he goes, I think that's still very good. And I, and I said, thank Look you. At him. And I, it really underlined for me just how, like what a difference it is between somebody that like might go to like a, a stadium show a year and that's it versus somebody that's ever had to get anybody to their own show <laughs> and how fucking hard it is to get any living human being to your show. Like Yo, what do you, you think? you do routinely 500 people in every city that you play, oh. you're probably in the top like 4% of bands. No doubt. No, no doubt. question. <laughs> what, do you think there were 500 people at the first Imagine Dragons shows? Uh, no. What was? What do you think the first Imagine Dragon show was like? Probably the most. Probably Madison Square Garden. No, they were lit though. They, come on. I don't think they, they, they were not in the trenches. Uh, I don't. They're, think a, they're a Vegas band, I believe, which is again apparently Vegas is the uh, hotbed of the rock ki- music. I mean, the Killers were just such an innov- 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 innovative, innovative. Right, so open first. Let's see. <laughs> Let me see. Let's. See. I'm trying to find. They, they went to bring him young. Um, okay. That's where they met. Started in 2008, so they're long-standing. Oh um, gee. Let's see, I want to see the history. Okay, here's here's. They opened for Fall Silent in Reno, and wow. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Um, starts in B at BYU. Yep. Okay. Sure. All right. All right. The big Steve Young fans. Um. Oh, some people left. Um. Did they actually? Planning shows. Their name is an anagram for a phrase only known to members of the group. Oh wow! Oh fuck off! Wow! Imagine they got dragons. their first big break when Train's frontman fell sick. <clears throat> Imagine Dragons were called to fill in and performed to a crowd of twenty six thousand people. Now that's wow. not so the those first people can hear show. Sister. Yeah, I wonder if they did a yeah. cover. All right. Um, Wow, this is fascinating. Um, large following in their hometown of Provo. So we have to have... They're from Provo, a, Utah. They're the yeah. used. Yeah. yeah, so we have to have somebody who knows about the earliest era of this band. Please reach out to us. We're fascinated. I'm now knee-deep in imagining dragons here. Um, thun, thun, thunder. Um, yeah, there, Berkeley College of Music has so much war crimes to answer for. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, this is pretty bad. <laughs> They've done some really bad work out here. Uh, I, I'm related to somebody who was an admissions uh, director through this period, actually, so I might need to have a conversation. Um, Wait, can I get his folder? Can I get Dan Reynolds' yeah, file? Yeah, we need to see what's going on. What was going on here? Because uh, some questionable decisions. All right. Um, We've actually been recording for a long time, talking a lot about Imagine Dragons. Yeah, sorry. Um, or so, not. Uh, or you know what? I bet this is – maybe we pivot now. As just a make the pivot? <laughs> well, I mean, so so uh, on my cursory glance, and I didn't jump onto Spotify, but I should look there as well. Imagine Dragon Reviews is the only competition out there in this space. Okay. Maybe this is we the final frontier. Oh, well, that's what I, I think we say. can move right in there. Sorry, that's what I was going to say when – when I brought in the, the the ladies at the gas station, which is there is when you say other, other there's got to be a Magic Dragons podcast out there. It's a weird thing when you're that band that has millions and millions and millions of listeners, but maybe nobody feels that strongly about you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like maybe yeah. like maybe there's nobody. I did a lungfish podcast the other day, right? Mm. Uh it just talks about lungfish has like the Kinsella's on and whatever. And, and I did it. Host was very cool. Fun time, but there's probably 
in aggregate going to be more lungfish podcasts than there will be Imagine Dragons podcasts. You know? I mean, you think about like you know, like you know, like one. Uh, what's that band called? Uh, one Republic, I think. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I always they're think that's like, a clothing store. <laughs> yeah, where you get that jacket? One Republic. Yeah, they got exactly. double X. Um, they, uh, but like another, like oh, fucking fifty. Like fifty million people like listen to this shit, and like you know these songs, and this guy's written song, like all the hits has been written by this guy. You could fucking trip over him somewhere, and uh, yeah. I could, I would pass Dan Reynolds in my fucking house and yeah. my apartment, and wouldn't realize yeah. who he was. Yeah, he's the only other person here. I go, who the fuck? Are you? Like, are you the plumber? You, you, like, you, yeah, yeah. Five uh, D over there. <laughs> Where are you at? Um. All right. Well, we ha- we had Shut a con- up and dance with me. I'm sorry. I, like I really thought that was Fall Out Boy. I thought that was Fall Out Boy. Yeah, yeah. You could Well, you also could have convinced me that that was Panic at the Disco. Oh, I see, mean, it's but- all the same, man. Yeah. So, anyways, it is. Uh, um, abuse of power comes at no surprise. Hardcore being the surviving cockroach of guitar-based music comes as no fucking surprise. Oh my god, yes. it's so bleak out there. Holy You're crud. welcome, guitar music. Jesus, <laughs> it is gross. Um, Thank you to Justice Trip, Patrick Kinlan, and Patrick Flynn for keeping it alive. Jesus, <laughs> I, I mean, like, yo, like, like, I'm taking Lincoln Park over all of that. Like, what are we doing? Lincoln Park is like the exploited compared to the shit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, all right. Jesus. Yeah, this is bad. This is like the worst possible timeline where the cramps were the only influential punk band, so it just died on the vine. So Yo, see, um, speaking of the exploited. Yes. You see Waddy's in the hospital? No. No, I didn't. That's a shame. He got he he collapsed in, in Colombia mm. on like on tour. Oh man. Um I just saw Isaac actually posted about it. Um it just happened last like last night. Also crazy that um, did you see all the show that the show that happened in or the two shows the that happened? Hundred percent hardcore fest in Bogota. Yeah. yeah, pretty fucking sick. Yeah, shout out to that. Shout out to Rob Brigade, um, who I think were not just. I mean, obviously have made a huge dent and impression here in the states, but the impact on like their their local scene, their their hometown, their home country scene by bringing. A bunch like they bridged the gap to all these US bands and made these connections and like talk about world building. Like they have made their own scene there. And watching their set, I saw a few videos of their set and like the whole room going nuts. Awesome. Really, really cool reminder of uh of those special moments in hardcore. And I think that really was one. So shout out on that. Um yeah, Wadi exploited yesterday, December 10th, 2022. During the end of the set, I collapsed on stage at Bogota, Colombia. I was rushed to the hospital by ambulance. Thankfully, I'm feeling a bit better, but still really fucked, of course. I'm resting in a hotel in Bogota and, and uh, hope to be able to return safely home to the UK tomorrow. Due to doctor's orders, all remaining shows for 2022 have been canceled, including tonight's sh- performance in Cali, Col- um, Colombia. Wow. I mean, God, I mean that dude's got to be... What are we thinking? 65? Yeah, maybe like minimum 60, minimum 60, more likely 65. All right. Up while you talk. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to pull up. We I had a content, a topic, but we're going to pivot to a classic. Yeah, well, we, we this one it's going to be a longer form one. So we're going to we're going to do it we're going to do it justice. Um 
2-3 justice. I will ask us to pull. Let's everyone dust this off. Oh. Yes. We're going to play a yeah. fun game of this or that. Let's do it. This. You guys that. ready for this like, or that. let's let's this. just do a little warm up here. Uh, gorilla biscuits or judge? Uh gorilla biscuits. Gorilla biscuits. All right. Um this one What is your answer? Uh, Gorilla Biscuits. And I'm trying to think if there would have been closer at some time in my life. Uh, uh, Pre-judge Sunday reunion show. Oh, interesting. Oh, just because the excitement of it, like just so banging. Um, All right. um, Fury or Cold World? Fuck, that's tough. Ah. Uh, hmm. I'll go. I'll go. Cold World was not expecting that from Pat. No, it's it, neither. Yeah, one you, of, you need to give a little explanation there. Neither one of these bands. These are just bands that I respect. Don't love. Do you know what I mean? Like, of course. Yeah. Uh, I thought Fury's last effort was their best. I did not think Cold World's last effort was their best. Mm. Uh, so, but I'm in the minority on that first one, and uh, probably in the majority on the second. Um, I could flip a coin. <laughs> That's why it's a fun one. I thought that was a fun one for both of you. Actually. That's yeah. tough. For me, it's Cold World, but a lot of it is the like uh, kind of emotional and personal connection to some of the stuff there. Um, but uh, Fury's really good. Like I, I love, I love Paramount, and I, I think Failed Entertainment is criminally overlooked. Like we, Mosh Madness. Yeah. We talked about these records. We did this. I think Failed Entertainment uh, really deserves some more time and attention. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it came out and, and, and they kind of disappeared. Yeah, it, it, it was a weird time life for it to come out. It came yeah. out in 2019, which is crazy. Like, I think Failed Entertainment came out after we did Mosh Madness of the 2010s. How about that? It, it would have yeah, deserved a spot. It would have deserved a spot for sure. Yeah. I'll probably go Cold World because I love the Ice Grills record. Yeah, more than any of the other records compared, like in the in this group, yeah. Fury is more. I, I I'd be on, to be honest. I think Fury is more consistent. Mm, okay. I think those two records are great. Yeah. Yeah. And while I, I think I mean the Cold World, the early Cold World stuff is as good as hardcore got in that era. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I, it's it's an interesting one. All right. Um, rotting out or Angel Dust? I'm going Angel Dust. Uh, I Why think, are you doing this with me? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pulling stuff. I'm I'm just pulling stuff. We're we're doing this. This is a freelance hardcore podcast. I'm going Angel Dust uh, for the reason oh. that I think uh, I think Rotting Out is really exceptionally good at what they do and live, kind of unassailable. Uh, Angel Dust have like a sweet spot for me where I legitimately like the songs a lot. Do you know what I mean? Like, whereas Rotting Out is just like a good band to me, right? There's there's Angel Dust songs that I'm like, oh, that's a, that's like a fucking you add that to the playlist that you know what I mean? Sure. So, uh, both bands good, but I'm going Angel Dust. <laughs> Patty Caveman, both bands good. <laughs> yeah, both bands good. Um, I'm gonna go very close, but I, I would go Rotting Out because I think the song is called Die Now, Laugh Later. Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. That sound right. Yeah. Laugh now, right. die later. Laugh now, die later. Yep. Is probably one of my favorite hardcore songs in the last like 
10 you know that yeah. this is how we are this is how we i think that's it's, a fucking great hardcore song um rotting out hit like they hit at exactly my biggest like oh i'm working full time and now i have a baby and now i'm you know time and when we revisited their lp i was blown away at how good it is and how much energy there is and i'd seen them a few times and that the, this is how we are like it's just it's it's a giant song and it the record is skate punk and hardcore it's like the perfect version of a lot of things i love in hardcore and like grew up with which is like fast and hard in a hardcore way but with this like fun energetic edge that you you know i associate with like the best of skate punk stuff it's a perfect california record it is it is um and weirdly mirrors a lot of the stuff i grew up with here at the jersey shore um that said I'm taking Angel Dust because up until this past Sound and Fury, I may have low rated Angel Dust live. And I don't mean that in some like, oh, I thought they were shit live. Yo, I thought they were really good. And I saw them at a few different moments. Like I saw them play the Philly Mocha, which is actually a very cool venue. I was like just kind thinking of about weird, that place the other day because I cool. saw Bob Wilson yesterday. I was like, oh, shut up. Is that a museum? I don't, it's an art space. It's a DIY art space of some sort. It oh. feels like it should be a museum. Um, because I thought it was like MoMA. Like here, right. Like or, or, well, and there's a ton of mochas around, you know, Museum of Contemporary Art. I think there's a mocha in New York. Um, but uh, but it's the Phila mocha, which I think it, I don't know, whatever. Um it was awesome and they were great and like good energy, like mixed crowd, kind of small room, but really good, but kind of in a boppy way at sound and fury. It was like same kind of energy you expect at a rotting out show where it was like, Oh, this is all go. Like they're just pumping the crowd. Like this is just like, oh, okay, let's, let's hit these hits. And so I'm going to take angel dust. Um, their tracks are tracks and same thing with rotting out. I actually, that, that one's a, it's not a split decision. I'm going to take Angel Dust, but uh, I actually think that's a good comp. And people who haven't given either of those bands the time or day, throw it on now. This is this bullshit low, rainy, if you're in certain parts of the country, rainy or snowy or cold or just horseshit time. Um, I like Christmas music as much as the next guy. Just throw these on when you need a little pep in your step. All right, you guys ready for the next one? Yes. Man, I was... I thought I was going to do it to you guys really hard. I think I'll only do it halfway hard. Um, <laughs> fiddlehead or ceremony? Fiddlehead. Okay. Patrick. Fucking tough. Fiddlehead probably more consistent. Obvi- actually, I'm just going to be honest. Obviously more consistent. Um, is that true though? Yeah, it's true. I feel like yeah, ceremony is incredibly consistent. It may just not be what you're looking for. You know what? People, the sound change no drop off. No, the quality is always good, but the sound change can I mean. take you for a loop. I think. Yeah, it, sure. You know, it's, if you want more of this album, you may get it or you may not. It's not. I listen. It's not just that. I'm. Uh, I talk on ceremony because despite not knowing those fellows very well, I just feel like they're adults and peers, and I can kind of like critique them in a way that I can't critique a lot of other bands. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, ceremony does different styles of music and they do them all. Well, that said it, it takes an exploration of a style of music 
to get great at it. And they don't give themselves enough time to get great at anything. They got great at hardcore. (laughs) I I think they got great at hardcore. I got to say there are probably five to seven tracks on the last two ceremony LPs that are exceptional. Like I, mean, exceptional. I, I know you feel that way. And I, you know what? I could listen again and maybe I'd agree with you, but I just feel like, um, I feel like maybe you're, you're kind of putting the problem in, in, in a different word language for me, which is, yeah, there's some real tracks, you know what I mean? In the same way that their uh, California punk era had some real tracks, some of the best fucking tracks, but tracks, do you know what I mean? Like I, I right. So, so yeah, no, you're, you're not wrong. We are looking at it in a different box and I probably am in the exact spot with you with the, with the hardcore exploration. Whereas when they're moving into more of the post-punk new wave-ish, et cetera, for some reason I'm more like, Oh, I'm excited about this exploration by them. Um, perhaps it's my own familiarity with one and, and familiarity, but less so of the other. Um, that I'm more receptive to it. Um, but I think it's kind of exemplary regardless. I, I, and, and, and to be honest, we're witness. It's, it's, is it weird? Like, is it, this the kind of phenom that is watching someone go through from being a nine year old to being a 23 year old? Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, would you want the 23 year old to wear a fucking GoBot shirt? and pick their nose in front of their parents and just eat Slurpees? Like, maybe not. Um, But you also wouldn't say, well, you know what? You were 13 and you you had spiked hair and then you were 17 and you had a ponytail. Like, uh, it's an interesting thing because we, we get to watch the evolution and it has vacillated kind of a lot. But maybe we should be less critical and more look at it as like a novel thing. You know what I mean? Listen, it's just when you say that's one way, that's one lens is, uh, you know, what's the expression? Is it who who says when I was, uh, I think it's from the Bible, uh, when I, uh, they say it at funerals all the time, uh, you put away childish things because you're no longer a child, right? Uh, And you can say that. Is it about the Bible? Corinthians 13, 11. Tom is always on point. Um, Thank you very much. So, so you can, you can, uh, when I was a child, I talked like a child, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, not to say hardcore is childish, although it, it's youth centered, uh, for much of its time on earth, but it, it's, uh, is it to say that it, there is a time to move on from a sound that you've been good at? That's a real, I mean, this is a heavy, I don't part. think that, and that's the thing. I don't even think it's uh, like, it's almost more, Right, it's it is interesting. Um, not a moving on almost. That's what I mean. That's like the moving they, on. It's not like they stop playing the like. No. It's just kind of no. like no. And hey, you want to try something a little different? Well, okay, but but here's my question though: is is uh, like okay, my you know top three band, Lungfish, right? Just reiterated on the same sound. Now, I I would argue that the early stuff and the last record are of a different uh, tenor than the material in the middle, but that's still nine records or so of records where they're just iterating. And the result is like actual perfection at times. Now in hardcore, we tend to stop appreciating bands after a while 
uh, even if they're completely dialed in and really just like have got the formula that they love perfect. Right. Exactly. Um, it, so, it feels too samey. Yeah. So, uh, but I don't know that, I don't know. Well, that that's, so that's, that's the thing that I think is interesting here is that it's, are we, are we witnessing the modernity of attempt, whether it's intentional or not, but the idea that like, Hey, let's continue to not do the same thing. Because I don't think you can find similarity between Ronert Park and um, Still Nothing Moves You and Zoo, but they don't—they're not the same by no. any stretch. And if you listen to uh, Ronert Park and then listen to Zoo, you'll be listening to two very different sounds. Is there now a conscious movement to say, "Hey, let's not"? Uh, you know, and whether it's a sound experiment or not, you know, like, but hey, we're going to evolve the sound into what we're interested in with this band, what that is or not, because obviously these, these fellows have done other different music stuff as well. So I, I, I it is really interesting. And I, I, you know, delve into this because I do think they got tracks. I think we all agree they got tracks. Um, but like Tom's quick to point out, and I, I think it's worth pointing out. They've never turned away from the hardcore scene, like almost. Or their old stuff, or their old, or their material, old material. Like I don't think there's ever been a time where they're like, okay, fuck, guys, we're gonna play cursed. Ugh. Um, right. they've been playful with it. There's kind of this neat weirdness about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've never, I've never thought about them this much in this way, but. But it is curious. It's almost worth asking the question: How much of this was is is by design, and how much of this is just through time? Because we're talking about a span like uh, violence. Violence comes out in two thousand six or seven. You know what I mean? I think right. two thousand six. Like we're we're now at yeah we're now you know sixteen seventeen years of this. So um, right. I mean, I think the perfect encapsulation of them. I mean, I feel like Sound and Fury is like their fucking complete bread and butter. Sure. But sure. I think one of the more recent ones, they opened a friend of ours, Honor, played a keyboard or a piano. You know, like that, that's yeah. only like, that's just the singer and piano. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's great. So it's a great, it's a great opener for any kind of show, but they do that right into the, I think it's called Cursed. I never yeah. knew the names of that. Your so it's a pack your fistful of hate. Yep. It's like this, that is exact. I mean, and they never kind of shied away from like, they could do a full, they could do an hour set of like their post-punk stuff. No question. And never touch violence, violence or, or, or even Rona, any of that stuff. Yep. And they don't, which is fucking awesome. Well, and, and to be honest, I'm trying I'm sorting through and I, I think they've done a couple, you know, quote unquote, larger tours, but, not like they've also stayed playing hardcore shows and sp- playing smaller rooms. You know what I mean? Um, so credit to yeah, those folks. To, they tore, like, they tore, like the refused, I think was like one of their bigger tours. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely had a say. moment where they were getting yeah. some big stuff. So um, what we were talking, it was, the question was fiddlehead or ceremony. Um, I, I, I'm going to go ceremony, but it's like, yeah, it's close. It's very, 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 very close. You just want to be weird with Pat on tour. That's, that's really why. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's just mad about you know the 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 the, the cake that he didn't get to eat on this tour here. No, my, girl, uh, right. my girlfriend did the back of the envelope math, and she looked at me like, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, give me your friend's phone number." Um, <laughs> yeah, you can uh, Patrick Flynn's number. I'm taking ceremony, but it's close because Fiddlehead had some true has some true bops and uh, another. Uh, Fiddlehead has hit me more live than ceremony which is saying something because I've gotten to see some pretty amazing ceremony sets. So um, both bands, if you get a chance to see these bands in small rooms, what are you doing? You have to see these bands. These are right. Don't be, don't be Pat. Don't be Pat. He's going to sit out and he's going to be in in protest. He's going to sit out in the fucking band van while fucking fiddlehead knocks down the badlands VOW hall. All right. I will not be in the van. All right. Ready? Next one. Too cold. Tom. Breakfast. potatoes. It is going to be cold. Foundation or no warning? God. Well, come on, man. That's tough. I, one. I, I'm going foundation, but re record this everything you ever did. <laughs> uh, we're due for uh, foundation assaults. They hit so many keys for so many kids. And maybe it's a they never totally went away, but I don't hear their names on people's lips like we probably should right now. I mean, I think they're like that. They're like a couple of generations removed. But like, so the young folks are coming up on bands that came up on bands that came up on foundation. That's right. That's right. But like, we're here to say, if you like inclination, check out foundation. If you you like like incendiary, check out foundation. You know, there's a lot of stuff out there. If you like, if you're 50 and like turmoil. Yeah, yes. yeah. Check that's that's actually such a good point. Uh, Not a disrespectful way because I'm old and I like Turmoil, but no, no. There's somebody out there listening to this podcast who's familiar with Turmoil but has not heard Foundation, or might have, based on the labels that put out Foundation material, it just kind of skipped by, maybe a blind spot. Right, figure it wasn't for them. If they yeah. weren't a bridge nine guy or something, you know. Right, and and to be honest, like uh, there's a blistering effect to the Foundation material that strikes a chord both with the like hardcore guy who likes his stuff a little more metallic or a little harder, but also the metalcore guy who can play with some of the faster hardcore stuff just as long as it's got those elements. And that's foundation. Um, so I, I am, I'm going no warning. No warning is it for me. Um, I've recently been revisiting the torture culture, um, LP and filthy. It's a really good record. It's really fucking good. filthy. And uh, like, shout out to them. I'm a no warning guy. Tom, why, why, why? That was a, it was a, it was a tough one for you. Um, I like to go. I'm gonna go positive on both. How's this? Hmm. Of all the of the two bands, and I mean, this is kind of like stating the obvious. Yeah, Ill Blood, best record that either band has put out. That's true. Um, I like Foundation's style better because I'm more of a metal guy, mm-hmm. metalcore-ish guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and just because I mean, I can't for for me, I can't separate the music from the dudes, and I love the everybody in Foundation, so it's kind of hard not to, of course, not to err on that that side. But I think Ill Blood is just, I mean, a fucking generational record that literally changed hardcore for like a decade at least. Um, 
But I think at the same time, like, it, it, I, I'm going to talk until we run out of time and I won't have to make a choice. But <laughs> from like Ill Blood change to 2000s, I got to say Foundation change to 2010s. They had a big influence. Maybe not in not by itself, like because Foundation had to have hard. There were other bands around them that were were also doing great shit. But I think, and I mean the same things with the early aughts with with Ill Blood. But I think like Foundation was like a Bridger band, so you, they who could play if Hellfest still existed and Posse Numbers still existed simultaneously. They're the band, just like No Warning, that could play both. Yeah, yeah, no question. Which I think is is not easy, and it's not a, that wasn't a thing all the time. Um, but I think if I had to full That's career last show. Oh, sorry, my internet went. I'm sorry. Did you hear me? <laughs> you were going for that. You got that easy. <laughs> one. Yeah. Oh my man, that was good, right? Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to go foundation. You got it. All right, <clears throat> last one before we kick out here. The pack, the pack, choose. I did. Yeah, he picked. Yeah, he picked. He picked Foundation. He just said they should. Oh, really right, and record it. everything. Right. Yeah, yeah. He he got his dig in. He picked them, but he got of his. Of course, dig he in. can't be nice. I'm always nice. Pat's always like, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm hugging you, but I'm hitting you. Yeah. Oh man, is he that guy? He's the hugger who just gets you in the ribbies. Mm. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, blacklisted or the Suicide File? Oh, blacklisted. Also very tough. blacklisted. <laughs> um, suicide File is fucking awesome. Uh, blacklisted. Uh, to me, they they raise the stakes in a way that I appreciate, uh, and both are great bands. But I'm going blacklisted. Also, for there's how like, different is this conversation if Suicide File uh, has another LP? That's well, that I was just about to say um, that's what lo- longevity is a thing here. Well, longevity and sustained uh, quality. Um, yeah. I'm going blacklisted essentially for the same reason, but man. Uh, when you put those suicide file records on still now, like still fun, still palpable, still really good. You feel the urgency in a real way. Like, um, and, and the dude was singing about stuff that ended up being perhaps more topical. 15 yeah, years, fu- later, fuck, 20 years fu- later. Fuck Fox news. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But it, it, yeah. It, it's it, still same energy 20 years later. Yeah. But it sounds dated now because nobody's watching the fucking news. And yeah, nobody watches Fox News, Pat. I don't know. Listen, yes, Fox. it is the most watched thing on television. <laughs> it's on every Telev- fucking waiting room. You sound like the old guy in succession. Patrick, your 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 chamber is so small, which is really good. We need to start talking like we're on uh, Fortnite. Like, like, yo, who's got the W, bro? Who's got yeah, the yeah, W? GGs. Get in my get in my room here. Get on my squad. What are you doing? Come on. Oh, Come on, um, la- oh I'm lagging. I'm lagging. Um, Tom, what's your answer? Um, both incredible bands, but I think the I think the the lack of longevity to me, yeah, put Suicide File over. Ooh, for me because yeah. I literally love every yeah, there's single, every single thing yeah. Suicide File song. Like I like any you could put on any Suicide File song, and I'm like, oh, it's a good fucking one of the greatest hardcore bands in the last fucking twenty That's years. That's a really strong point. The and clear- I love the blacklisted stuff, but there's stuff that I don't. I like you don't like yeah, yeah. from the seven inches and stuff, the latest stuff. And I'm like, it's. I mean, it's obviously good, but it, it doesn't hit me like no one belong. No one deserves to be here. Yeah. Like th- that record's, I think, incredible. Yep. Some of the other stuff doesn't hit me as much, but I feel like from you know song one to song thirty in the fucking Suicide File discography, like each yeah. one is better than the last. Mm. 
I really like. Look, uh, we did we did Song an episode. We did an episode where we did uh, our uh, wasn't superlatives, but it was our our wish list. I think, and I want to expand on that idea sometime soon. I actually think the Suicide File could write another record, and it'd be good. And that's saying I have a hundred percent faith. That yeah, a band who hasn't put out a record, record. A band who hasn't put out a record in almost twenty years, and right. I feel like they could do something that would be high level. So uh, throw that on the the wish list. Um, Ooh, I like it. All right, yo, uh, everybody, uh, listen to Iron Age for me, and have a great yes. Week.